Today, on episode 51 of Martha Runs the World, I'm going to tell you why you are good enough doing just what you're doing in running and why you don't have to chase longer and longer distances. And I give a race report from the New Year's One Day. Stay tuned. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to 2020. It is a new year. We're the same people. It's not really a new year, new us. I I don't really do that. I'm still me. (laughs) It's still the same show. And I'm glad you're here. I'm always glad you're here. I always appreciate you, as you know. This show is a little different. I'm doing it off the cuff. I don't even have any notes in front of me. This is the first time I'm doing a show without any notes. But I have a lot to say and a lot to catch up on. I hope you had a great New Year's Eve and a great holiday. I had a really nice one this year. It was very low-key, very fun. Saw a lot of really great friends. It was very nice. I had a great time this year. Uh, My New Year's Eve was spent at a race, and I'm going to tell you all about that right now. I was at the Coastal Trail Runs New Year's one day. I was supposed to be doing 24 hours, but it didn't turn out that way. I did 12 hours, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about the race. It's been around a while, you have the opportunity to do six hours, 12 hours, or 24 hours. I've done the six hours and the 12 hours before. It's a one-mile loop around the lagoon at Presidio near Chrissy Field there. There's a little lagoon, and it's a 1.06-mile loop. It's beautiful. I mean, you you overlook the Gold Gate Bridge. It's gorgeous. You can set up your stuff, and you're right there, and you have great support from Coastal Trail Runs, as always, of course. And it's a lot of fun. It really is. It's it's just a blast. I love it. But with my hip and with the help of Ken uh, Michael, thank you so much for, for your coaching, he suggested just walk the whole thing. So I decided to walk the whole thing, and I've been practicing and trying to do it. But So I, I said, okay, I'll walk it. I never took into account how cold and damp it would be because at the Presidio, you have the bay there, but just less than a mile away is the ocean. (laughs) So you have the Golden Gate Bridge, and you've got the ocean right there and the bay. So So the air is damp. Not only is it cold, but it's damp. So you have all this winter coldness. It just seeks into the bones. (laughs) So... So even before I started, my my hip was sore, both of them. Actually, my my right hip hurts more than my left. It's my right hip that really bothers me. So my right hip was sore even before I started running. So I said, oh, gosh, this is going to be fun. But I wanted to go farther than I did. I I did manage 12 hours, but I'm leading up to that, so I don't want to give everything away first. This is a story I'm telling. So I took lift. To the uh, to the race site, 
And I got there early and set up my stuff and said hi to everybody. And I got going. I started walking. And I got, oh, I got to meet, I got to meet some people. I got to meet Daniel Gallo and his, and Melody and his family. And that was really cool. Hi, Daniel. That, that was really fun meeting him. He's did, he did, he and Melody both did the six hours. So that was really neat. I was fun meeting them. I, I started walking and I had the best playlist. I worked weeks on getting this playlist together. So that kept me going for as long as I could. So that was fun. So I'm going around, so I'm walking, walking, and after, so I would say, so it was good, it was good for a while, for a few hours, it was okay. I would say after, after hour eight, after hour eight, it really, really started hurting. I mean, it hurt real bad. After every other loop, I had to stop and, and just rest every, for a couple minutes, because it really started hurting. But I wanted to at least last 12 hours. So I said, okay, I'm going to last until 9. And I kept going, kept going. And then it got to to 9. And I knew if I didn't, like, leave then, I would be stuck there all night because it's New Year's Eve. And I knew I probably wouldn't be able to get a lift home, a lift car, like Lyft or Uber home, because trying to get one of those after nine on New Year's Eve is like impossible. I'd be stuck there all night, wouldn't be able to walk, wouldn't be able to do anything. So I left around 9.15 and the Lyft driver only, it only took him five minutes to get there. He was, he was close apparently. That was pretty cool. So I got home pretty shortly, only took like, had another pickup to get and then it only took me like 20 minutes to get home so that was that was pretty cool but <laughs> my neighbor saw me one of my neighbors saw me and, and I must have looked like death warmed over and I was very sore the next day so <laughs> my poor hip now I'm fine you know it's been a few days so I'm, I'm good let me talk more a little bit about the race the race is so wonderful it, if you want something fun to do on New Year's Eve that isn't being around a bunch of drunk, obnoxious people because I, I don't like New Year's Eve and you want to go out somewhere, do this. Do six hours. Six hours isn't that long. All you have to do is just, just run. If you don't want to run the whole six hours, run three or four hours. You still get your medal. You still get a shirt. You get to be around people. You get the beautiful views. You can do it uh, New Year's Eve. You can do it at 9 a.m. You can run 9 a.m. You can run three or four hours till the afternoon and then get home and then you're done. Or you could start out and do it in the evening. You can go through the night if you want. You get to choose your time. If you don't do the 24 hours, you can choose what time period you want. If you do 12 hours, I've done 12 hours before. So I've done 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., 12 hours. Or you can do 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. and run all night if you want to do that, which would be kind of fun, I think. I really was looking forward to going all night, but it didn't. It wasn't to be. And it was so damp too. You don't realize how damp things are when you're moving because you're you're sweaty and and you're you're feeling warmer. But you get back to to your little station that you have, and everybody has their little station set up, and and everything's all damp. This one gal who was running, she had her Uber station. She was rocking it. I love that. She had like this little table. She had lights around her little table she had all her stuff all set up ready to go and i'm going man she has it together 
That was amazing. Some people are so pro at it. And she didn't have anybody supporting her. It was just her. She had herself all set there. She had put some good planning into it. And I thought that was impressive. Yeah, she was, she was amazing. Very impressive. I learned a lot, though. I learned that even if, yeah, I pushed myself as hard as I could. I could not do any more. And... I wanted to, I was, I, I, I'm still disappointed that I couldn't do more, but I have to be satisfied with what I did. Sometimes in disappointment, you still have to figure out, yeah, okay, 12 hours, that's not bad, but it isn't as much as I wanted to. I really wanted to do more, but you have to be satisfied with what you can do. As someone said, you have to play with the cards you were dealt with. Not all of us can do all those amazing things. And that's the next part of of what I wanted to talk about. To finish up with the race though, Coastal Trail Runs does a great job with races. They do a great job with this. All the people there, every last person there are so friendly and wonderful. And the volunteers, are they give up their New Year's Eve just to be there to help us. And they're just superb and superheroes as far as I'm concerned. It's a lot of fun. To volunteer, I have volunteered at New Year's Eve, and that was fun. But it's still a superhero because it's so cold. <laughs> I mean, we don't get the snow and stuff like other areas, but then it's damp. It's very damp, and it makes it co seem colder than it is. Trust me. And when you're just standing there, when you're not moving around, just standing there, it it's really cold. So those volunteers and the race, the race support people, they're awesome superheroes. <laughs> Not all superheroes wear capes. Some volunteer at races. <laughs> all right, so that's my race report. I survived. Didn't go as far as I wanted to, but I will race another day. Are you a trail runner looking for a low-key race with stunning views of the rugged coastline? Are you a road runner looking to qualify for Boston? Or are you just starting out and your goal is to go from couch to 5K? Come to Coastal Trail Runs. We have something for everyone, even kid races for the little ones. Our events are located in amazingly beautiful parks and recreation areas in California. If you're looking for a challenging ultra with lots of elevation gain, then put on those gaiters and try out one of our trail 50Ks or 50 milers. If you're looking for a fast and flat excitement, check out our Zoom or Zombie Runners events. What do you get out of Coastal Trail Runs? Well-marked courses, accurately measured distances, immediate race results, quality t-shirt designs, bling, and a low-key friendly atmosphere. Come join us. Our bibs say have fun out there on them, and we guarantee that you will. What are you waiting for? Sign up. And if that's not enough, Coastal Trail Runs is offering a 5% discount for Martha Runs Award listeners. Use the code MRTW5 on the link at Martha Runs the World today. So this year, so 2020, everything that I thought I was going to do, everything that I was working up to do this year has flipped, and now things are different. The one thing that I am starting out doing, I'm on my third day of, well, by the time this comes out, I'll have probably a weekend, but I'm on Whole30, I'm doing that, and it feels pretty good. I have a lot of energy. Getting rid of that sugar kick, as they say, so that I think that's the best part about it is that I'm not addicted to the sugar anymore. I'm getting rid of that and it feels pretty good. I 
love whole foods anyway, and I love to cook, so that's not a bad thing. Giving up bread is kind of hard, but there's what it's in bread anyway. It's just filler, right? I mean, it's flour and everything. We all, we all know that. But what does it offer us nutritionally? Not that much. So it's not bad, bad giving up. One thing that's hard, though, is drinking my coffee without half and half. <laughs> Almond milk just doesn't cut it. <laughs> but it is for only 30 days, so I can handle it. I'm a big girl. <laughs> so that is one thing that I'm doing. And this year, I've decided I'm going to focus on small races. Well, I'm not doing anything over half marathon. I might do a half. I don't even know if I'm going to go that far. But right now, I'm just going to do 10, five milers to 10 Ks, just small races. I'm also going to spend more time at the gym, getting strength training down, getting my body stronger. I'm going to get leaner and stronger and focus more on shorter distances. It's funny, too, because one of my running friends messaged me and said, that wasn't a very smart thing of me to do New Year's Eve. Well, I have to try. I have to try things. I have to push myself. I have to do what, to the limit of what I think I can do. Or, or else I'm going to go through my whole life wondering, could I have done that? Would I have done that? I don't want to go through my life thinking, what if? Sometimes I see these people who, and they're, they're spectacular runners. They do incredible things. Who say, push yourself more. You can push yourself. If I could do it, you can do it. You could, you, nobody knows how much their potential is if you push yourself more. Well, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> you can do it because perhaps your body is more built for it. Perhaps you have the ability. That's the card you're dealt with. Perhaps you can do it because of A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Maybe we're not built for it. We There's reasons why we cannot do the same thing you can do. We can do other things that you cannot do. Not everyone is the same. I really dislike that saying that should live up to your potential and you can do more things. You can go out and run a hundred miles if you if you push yourself more to your potential. Well, maybe not. Not everyone can do a hundred milers. And those people who can shouldn't make other people feel bad because they're not doing that. It's not that we're not living up to our full potential. It's perhaps maybe we can do other things that perhaps you cannot do. Maybe I can talk into a mic and you can't every week. I don't know. Maybe I could lift a certain amount and you cannot. Just examples. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I could talk to irate customers every day, five days a week, and you cannot. We all have gifts, and we all have talents, and we all have things that are different from everyone else. The, those things kind of bug me when I see those. I know they're just, they're just trying to get people to go out and, and motivate and things, but sometimes those motivation memes and those motivation posters and stuff 
bugged the crap out of me. <laughs> Saying, no, we not all of us can do what you can do. That's great that you can do that, but no, we're not all built the same, and no, we can't all do the same things. I always push myself probably past what I should do. I always have. When I want to do something, I jump in head first without knowing how deep the pool is. That's how I do it. And sometimes it works to my advantage. Other times, boy, I get my head hurt. <laughs> but that is how I am. I learn by experience. I learn by doing things. That that is how that is my best way of learning. Some people are visual learners, some people are audio learners. I learn by working by doing it. I can sit and read things, I can learn things, I can hear things, but I won't actually learn it until I do it myself. That is my way of learning. And until I mess up, I, I try not to swear, so I'm not gonna swear, but until I mess up something, I, I don't really learn it. Unfortunately, some things you can't really mess up, so you have to kind of learn before you mess up, you know? But I had to do New Year's Eve, so and that's what I told my friend. And besides my friend who told me I was being stupid, I reminded him of the times he was being stupid, and, and he understood. Because <laughs> we all are that way. You have to take chances in life. You have to try things that make you uncomfortable. We all do. It's part of our it's part of our existence, part of being human. However, we're all different. Your chance might be doing a 5k for the first time and and sticking to 5k's and that might be what you like. That's amazing and awesome and that's great. If you don't want to do anything more than a 5k than the park run every Saturday, who cares? That's what you like, and that's what you want to do. No one should shame you or make you feel less because you don't want to do a 100-miler. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm saying that that is a great thing, and you should feel good for just being out there doing it. Now... And this year, like I said, I'm going to focus on I'm losing the weight now. It is coming off, and I wanted to do it last year, but I didn't. Some other things came up. My diagnosis came up, so but I'm going to see if, if this whole 30 thing makes my arthritis feel better, if getting off sugar makes it feel better. I've heard that once you, once you wean yourself off sugar, once you get sugar out of your diet, it sugar negatively affects arthritis so i'm got myself off it hopefully that will make it feel better so i'll see how it feels this month if it feels better and i'm going to be running too so we'll be we'll test it out if it feels better then bye bye sugar that'll be out of my life and with whole 30 you give up dairy you give up sugar you give up grains you give up legumes. So we'll see how it goes. And I can test each one by bringing one back at a time into my diet and see how it affects things. Since I can't afford surgery right now, hip replacement surgery, I can't take the time off. I can't afford it. This is really what I can do. Because 
I will run. It may only be short runs, but I will run again. And I'm going to try it out today. <laughs> I'm going to do a short run today and see how that goes. And I will get back to you and tell you all how it is. So my goals this year are get the arthritis under control, lose weight, run short runs, and keep going with the podcast. I am going to have some amazing guests on the podcast this year. I'm taking it to higher and higher levels, and I hope you guys really enjoy it because I love doing it. It's really been amazing to just see its growth and see how much different it is from the first one. It's me. It's my work and how I've grown from the first few to the last few. Stay tuned for great, great shows. We have amazing shows coming up. We have great guests coming up, so you will not believe how great the guests will be. If you want to comment and send me an email, tell me, tell me what your goals are for the coming year. Email me. You can email me and tell me what your 2020 goals are, and I'll read them in a, in a future show. It's MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. You can check out the website at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you're in the Bay Area, you can get a discount for a future Coastal Trail Runs race at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you want to do a little more and you want to give, you can give through Patreon or Coffee, KO-FI, at the website. And until next week, and I thank you so much, and until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.